Hello my fellow survivors, victims and practitioners of recreational violence. This is the Surviving White Belt Podcast. Your shoulder to cry on after the 200 pound gym buddy has been cross-facing you for 5 minutes straight. Your crutch to lean on when that skinny blue belt has been leg-locking you again and again every time he could find your foot. But most importantly, it's your place to ask questions, share stories and realize that you're not the only one struggling. The goal of Surviving White Belt is to help you stay on the path and enjoy the beauty of Jiu-Jitsu. Hello again. Today's episode is about establishing a sustainable routine for your jiu-jitsu practice that will allow you to progress constantly while maintaining a balance between learning new moves and taking enough time for your body to recover and for your brain to internalize the techniques as well. We are also going to look a bit into recovery and injury prevention, but there will be a deep dive into that in the next episode. Let's start with answering the question of how many sessions per week you should attend. In the beginning of your jiu-jitsu practice, you will most likely be overwhelmed with all the new movements and techniques you're learning. Your cardio likely won't be adapted to the specific kind of conditioning that you need for jiu-jitsu, especially when it comes to sparring. That is mostly due to the lack of awareness in technique and therefore energy conservation. In the beginning, jiu-jitsu can be quite hectic and if you don't have much experience yet when to move and use your strength efficiently, it is easy to get exhausted quickly. From my experience, the only way to get good endurance in the sport is to actually practice jiu-jitsu regularly. I feel that the cardio gain from grappling and BJJ translates well to other sports, like for example running, but unfortunately not the other way around. So if you've got good endurance while running, you will still feel really exhausted during your first few weeks or months of jiu-jitsu. That's mostly because you feel under pressure and sparring, you often don't know what to do, which makes it difficult to control your breathing and as a consequent, you just spend too much energy. This is why I would recommend you to go to practice two to three times per week until you're really consequent with that routine and your body has gotten used to the challenge that Jiu-Jitsu presents. It's very admirable of you if you want to do it more often, but I've seen a lot of very motivated people come to the gym, going to every practice for a few weeks or maybe even a couple of months and then they would never show up again. Of course, that can have many different reasons, but a lot of people just get injured if they overwork their body and then they have a difficult time coming back or dealing with the fact that their all or nothing approach just didn't work out. Even if they did come back after taking a longer break, it would be difficult for them to see the progress that their peers made during their time off, even if they just went to practice twice a week. But the key here is consistency, and if you manage that, I assure you that progress will come. That's why I think practicing jiu-jitsu two to three times per week allows you to create a good balance between continuous progression and the recovery time your body just needs. I also feel like the brain and muscles need quite some time to process all of the new movements and it's often hindering to learn too many moves too quickly because you'll likely not be able to implement all of them at once. That's something that I notice every time I go to a jiu-jitsu camp or even a seminar. Usually a camp lasts for several days or even a week with multiple training sessions and instructors each day who are all showing different techniques. 
Even though it's great to meet new people and some legends of the sport as well, I'm usually not able to implement more than three or four of the techniques I've learned, simply due to the overload of new knowledge. The same applies for your first few months of training, and that is why I think it's better to train less and instead focus on consistency, recovery, and especially having fun. While I think that four to five times of training per week might be too much for a beginner, I also think that going only one time per week is not enough. That's mostly because of the fact that you will not get your cardio to a level at which you will have enough endurance during rolling. Having this endurance in rows is really important, because only if you have the necessary cardio will you be able to consistently apply the moves you've learned. Once your heart is racing and your brain is fried, you'll go back to default mode and if you don't know too many techniques yet, you will most likely end up getting smashed a lot. Even though it's very tough for most beginners, it gets easier quickly once you're training regularly. And you'll see the difference of skill level only after a few weeks of consistent training, which will allow you to hand out some of the smashings to the newer people. That's also an important point when it comes to motivation. You will want to see some results after training regularly. And believe me, you will. While it's fun to dominate new people, it will probably take a while until you can really perform well against more experienced teammates, especially when they are at a higher belt level. But that's something that you really should not worry about. Don't compare yourself to people who have been training for years. That will only lead to you feeling bad and it might demotivate you. Instead, compare yourself to the you from a few weeks or months ago. And if you're being honest with yourself, you're gonna notice quite a big difference, I'm sure. So if you manage to go to practice twice a week, that will definitely be enough to see some progress soon. Three times would be the optimum, and if you're really fit and don't have any other obligations, of course you can come more often. Just make sure to listen to your body and don't exhaust yourself to a level where you become more prone to injury. When it comes to injuries, there are of course a broad spectrum of aches and pains that might occur during grappling. Well, it's a martial art after all, and injuries just happen sometimes. Luckily, I haven't had any injuries that would have kept me off the mat so far, but I do feel that my body nowadays needs a bit more recovery time. I'm currently training jiu-jitsu six times a week and sometimes even twice per day. Until recently, I did not really sit out any sparring rounds, but I've started doing that now when I'm feeling that I have some pains that aren't going away after a day or two. That's also one advice I'd like to give you. If you aren't sure whether you should spar or not because you've got some injury, then rather sit out some roles or train only with people you trust to be careful with you. If you just have bad cardio, that won't get better if you're not rolling, so that should really not be a reason to skip the sparring sessions. The next advice would be to establish a stretching routine. Before training, I usually stretch for a few minutes, but it would be probably smart to also do it afterwards. What helps me the most is a daily morning yoga routine. I usually do 15 to 30 minutes of yoga every morning and that has definitely shown the biggest benefits for me in terms of recovery, flexibility and in general durability. I recommend yoga with Cassandra. She has hundreds of videos on YouTube for all levels and situations, it's for free and the only thing you need for most of the sessions is a yoga mat. Other than that, sauna and cold exposure are really good for recovery. Both sauna and cold exposure like cold showers and ice baths mitigate inflammation and that's usually what muscle soreness is. Both also boost natural testosterone production which also helps recovery. Sauna also releases heat shock proteins which amongst other benefits 
also help to create a better immune system, aids recovery, and also helps to improve your cardio. If you want to know more about all of that, Andrew Huberman has some really good podcasts about these topics. If you're interested in optimizing your training routines and mental health, you should definitely check him out. What should be a given for any jiu-jitsu athlete, and it's something that I'm really bad with, is weightlifting. For me, it's super difficult to establish a proper weightlifting routine, simply due to my busy schedule and my underlying need for laziness. If you also have trouble going to the gym, some push-ups, bodyweight squats, and if possible pull-ups will already help you a great deal. It doesn't take much time, you don't need any equipment, and it's a great routine to implement before yoga. 10 minutes of bodyweight exercise will already show quite some results if you do it consistently. If you actually like going to the gym, then that's awesome. Just make sure to be consistent and not to overtrain, because that is going to make a good performance on the mat difficult as well. If you already have a good gym routine, but want to do some more specific exercises that help your jiu-jitsu, I recommend to check out Charles Allen Prince on Instagram. You can find the link to him and the Huberman podcast in the description. What always helps for jiu-jitsu are some basic push and pull exercises like bench presses and rowing, especially with dumbbells, as well as squats and deadlifts. If you have access to kettlebells, hinges are a great way to start, swings are great once you've got the hinge figured out, and different variations of get-ups are great because the whole body will be worked. Lunges are great and if you manage to implement some exercises from the knees over toes guy, you'll already have some good exercises in your arsenal to prevent possible knee injuries. You'll also find the link to his profile in the episode's description. And yeah, that's it for today. In the next episode we'll cover how to deal with minor injuries and also how to prevent the most common ones. Thanks for listening and until next time. <laughs>